Yes, that's right. We are here with another Big Brother Canada 10 check-in. It was an uh, eviction episode here tonight on a very special St. Paddy's edition of Big Brother 10 and recap. I am your host, Jeff Mater of Super Mater Bros Podcast, joined as always by the Mooseaholic Jamil Robinson. Jamil, <laughs> you, how are you, you say the name. Can I indulge myself again? Mm-hmm. Okay. that yes <laughs> you are a fan of moose i don't know why um but at the same time you know what that the episode wasn't about moose tonight it was last episode was about moose but this episode was all about josh and a little bit about stephanie um where stephanie was the one who went home tonight and bad big brother player like <laughs> we just can put that out on a limb right now she's too confident jamil you know what it's not even the confidence it's priorities and seemingly from a narrative standpoint of this episode, the priority mm. for her was the dress and she killed it with the dress. It was a nice congratulations, dress. but she didn't win big brother. Yeah. She was there to look good and not really, uh, you know, do a lot of strategizing. Her strategizing was her dress and, uh, that doesn't win you big brother. Unfortunately. Nope. Nope. Um, but someone who did do well, I think, when the chips were down, uh, was Josh. Um, he might have been, the, you know, this season's Kiefer. Uh, you know, I don't have Dave's soundboard, but, you know, what was the thing with the big, big energy? That's the, what is it? The man with the mullet, big gullet, big heart. Let's go. Let's go. And they're both Native American, I believe. Yes. So that kind of uh or native canadian aboriginal um yeah so i think they kind of have that in common that they're able to scramble when the chips are down here and uh are able to save themselves when you know it was a sure thing that they were the ones going home um josh here i think i think this whole house was you know misread um by kyle in general and kind of marty and i think marty uh you know i'm kind of proud of him he's pivoting well i don't know what he's doing talking to kevin at all uh i'm I'm confused by this relationship um is it kevin confusing in general he is he is like what is what do you make of kevin jamil like what what is you know when people i think when people have in their head that they want to play a certain way and they have this game plan outside of the house Mm -hmm. game plans outside the house organizing your thoughts great idea but at the same time like when you get in the house you have to be able to to switch things up on the fly and i feel like he has this idea that i'm gonna play low for the first couple weeks and then i'm you know pretend to be this this person and then i'm gonna reveal myself you know to be this masterful player there's no need for that there's no need for that you you compare the difference between his version of a low-key game versus josh Right, Josh's yeah. version of a low key game is taking the time, those interpersonal relationships don't yeah. seem shady, right? right? Be true to your word, instill trust. And Kevin is doing a good job with some people, like Marty, for example, mm-hmm. 
and Jess kind of sees through everything. So she thinks it's kind of like interesting. She thinks he's interesting, I think should be the most, the most important thing about his facade. But like the other side of the house, like that whole inter interaction with Betty, like I was referring to yesterday, we saw the beginnings of it in this episode. That's not how you play Big Brother. From that's, that's Kevin's, not a winning game. From, <laughs> from Kevin's, Kevin's perspective, like yeah, Betty's wanna... a mess, right. but you don't you don't lower your game right, to no. be with Betty. No, like he, I think he in his head was trying to like control Betty, or like it was either that or he was trying to use Betty to like get the scent off of him as being this mastermind in his head or something. There's a lot going on there, but you know, either way, I think Betty did the right thing, like getting away from kevin but she went about it the complete wrong way <laughs> like she's a mess you're right like she's she's very self-righteous and very like confrontational and you know none of those things really go together i think in big brother you need to kind of um you, you need to swallow your ego at the door and i don't get that from betty and i also didn't get that a lot from stephanie i think stephanie <laughs> had a really hard time not being in charge not being the popular person um getting her way you know she was uh, you know appalled that she was even on the block and then she was like great i'm not going home and didn't even try like she 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 was it was kind of a joy to watch but at the same time <laughs> you know it was like watching a train wreck you're just like i can't help but watch it but at the same time you're like Ugh. uh how did you feel about stephanie's exit like once again and once again i'm gonna relate it back to josh damn you Josh was getting all the same confirmations that Steph was getting, but Josh did his due diligence to make sure, you know, to put in work. And I think even the reaction when, um, when Jessica was in the room with, with Jason at Stephanie was extremely telling that you would basically run someone out of the room. Right not even to campaign to Stephanie who you, to J Jace who you technically quote unquote already had but like why would you run her out regardless of how she feels like if she feels that passionate about Josh isn't that like hey you know I understand how you feel like there was no workings no no kind of campaign or like the weakest of excuses oh do you think you're going to be Josh over me it's like that's not really excuse at the beginning of the game right we're not taking out big targets at the beginning of the game because i know that if stephanie got um power <laughs> the unlikely scenario she's not taking out anyone of power of note she's not taking out herman she's not taking out kyle she's not taking out gino she's not taking out uh josh right yeah she would probably put up betty and jessica knowing her or kevin and jessica yeah i think you're probably right about that she yes and but she she really only it's like tonight proved it she really only had two friends in the house gino and and uh jc lynn and the you know they're the only two people who voted to keep her and i think that kind of goes to show how she played the game like when she was like on the block she was like i'm just gonna go talk to my friend jc lynn who i know is voting for me like that's literally all she did i was like you are not a good player like you you need to understand how the house reads you and how you know how they read the other person on the block and like i get like so, so this happens a lot in big brother where like 
somebody gets on the block behind, uh, beside a, a so-called perceived threat, and then they they think they can just you know shut their mouth and coast to eviction night, and then you know they'll be good. And usually they go home. Like that, yep. that's usually what happens. Um, that's kind of what we saw here tonight. I thought it's it's a simple it's a simple explanation for it. So simple. What can you offer me as a player? You're just a number, right? Josh is a person who can win and is a number. So what are you bringing to the table? Are you more loyal than Josh? I don't think so. I think Josh is more loyal than you are, right? We saw it last week. So once again, what are you bringing to the table? You're not talking strategy, right? You can't win, seemingly, from what I I, I see. You you have the same track record as Betty, okay? But l- less of the spaz, right? So once again, what are you bringing to the table, right? You're not talking strategy. You're not going to be able to win. And you are holed up talking with the people that you like. No, thank you. I don't need that. Yeah, I think... I agree. I think that's why she went home. I think she had very little self-awareness of how she came across in that house. And um, I think she just thought like she, you know, you know, get in the big alliance and coast. And like, that's what I've loved about this season is that the big alliance got destroyed immediately. And now we get to kind of see all these different chess pieces have to be picked up by different players. And like, even tonight, like I kind of buried, I haven't buried the lead yet, but like Gino wins the HOH here at the end. And, like I think that's super fascinating because now Kyle's most likely safe unless everyone just like you want to put Kyle up, you know, and that might happen too. But it'd be interesting if Kyle doesn't go up this, you know, this week, and to see kind of what happens in this house because I'm fascinated to see kind of how Gino and JC Lynn are gonna have to navigate this house together with everyone hating on Kyle. And do they stick with Kyle? Do they go? What, what does Marty do now that he's kind of he kind of turned on the alliance and voted the other way? So like, is Gino going to really trust Marty and then even and by proxy Kevin? I don't know. I, I I'm kind of interested to find out actually because this is the one season of Big Brother I I've seen in a long time where this big alliance isn't you know kept secret, you know. And I like that. I, I think that's better. And I think uh, Amanda was saying that this is the like first time in Big Brother where like a, we've had a different winner of like the last the, the first nine competitions in a row or something like that. I've been all different winners, and that's very rare. Um, you know, so that and this is what you get. You get like this like very like all over the place strategic play because one one group can't control when nine different players are winning. You know, different yeah. competitions. Um. You know what? I think this week is going to be a very smooth week. I don't think Gino suffers fools at all. He seems like he has a very good head on his shoulders. Um, isn't too erratic, minus his uh, his delve into um, into a, a showman's, mind you. Uh, but the the thing that I'm looking to see exactly is. And I haven't actually picked up on this at all. Is he aware? Is he aware of where the votes were prior to the eviction? Because we know Stephanie didn't know, right? I don't think Gino or JC Lynn knew. Oof. Because of their reactions, they were pretty stunned and they showed it. By the way, once again, okay, 
Jamil, did you notice during their speeches? What the hell was that music? Why was it so loud? I could barely hear their speeches. Uh, yeah, that what was is, a that was what? an audio technical issue for sure. Audio tech. Why is there music at all? You know, like I don't get it. That was that was a big blunder in my opinion. If I'm a producer, I'm, that was brutal. Yeah, I, I I didn't necessarily want that at all. I like the main yeah. focus should be their voices. Should be their um explanation their explanation and uh, i feel like we were kind of cheated that being said once once they started to shout out i was like i'm I'm done (laughs) i'm done done. or at least weave it into your your statement a little bit better like josh did um right right don't be lazy like hey you know (laughs) like right no i don't need that uh we got a uh some comments in the comment section okay here i'll put them up uh so we have Sam saying hashtag blindside. Uh, yeah, I mean, three people didn't see it coming. I don't know. I think maybe four because I don't know if Kyle saw it coming either. I think he thought things were going to go his way on this vote as well. Um, we have Jody Simpson saying hashtag moose. Moose. Um, yes. Uh, we also have at Jamil. Jody has a question. Uh, no, he's saying you're going down on trivial debates. Uh, I think you're both going down. I think more Worf, son of Moog, is is the the early front runner. I'm gonna strip him of his honor. <laughs> I'm gonna strip this. Um, Sam D- <laughs> Sam Higgins says at Jody Simpson, you watch Big Brother, and then Jody says no, just razzing Jamil. <laughs> and Sam then said, oh. And then Sam asks, "What do you think will be the? F- who do you think will be the first female HOH?" Uh, I think JC Lynn will win it at some point. Not uh, Betty. <laughs> not Betty. It'll be JC Lynn or, or or Jess. I think those are the two. If if Betty, oh, Betty wins, was one HOH, tonight. if Betty wins HOH, they're gonna have to meta-vac her out of out of the thing because she looks like she's a ball of nerves. She's like, yeah. Yeah, when she was like, when she was stepping up and down on those steps, it was like I wasn't sure she was gonna pass out. Just, <laughs> I, was, I was a little concerned for her. Um, yeah, she's an interesting character on this in this house and on this TV show. Like, she's just all over the place. She's all over the place and not very rootable. I don't find her endearing. You know so it's it's tough because she is kind of a good tv personality but at the same time she's kind of like a mess a hot mess yeah. and it's hard hard to kind of cheer for her you know because she she is an underdog that's no doubt about that and usually underdogs are easy to cheer for but she's kind of like ugh. the heart her and kevin i find the same way they're both underdogs but they're not very like endearing and um you don't really get the oh i really want to go for these people which is oh. which is interesting that people would say that about Jessica um, in the first week, and mm-hmm. she's found a way to really, you know, get warm her, herself into other people's heart. I'm cheering for Jessica. I, I really, really want Jessica to go far. I, I like too. the way that she's playing, where you know, and, and she seemed kind of cold and calculating. But the the great thing about it is, you start seeing the emotional heart side of it too, and her mind at play as well so i'm pulling for her i i I wish her well she's not you know my two picks i don't know how mine are gonna do in this game i think they might just accidentally slip on a banana peel and win but we'll see 
Yeah, we will see. Uh, JC, uh, Sam says, JC is a competitive figure skater, and people who do uh, individual sports can do it well under pressure. I would know he does taekwondo. Uh, I also He also knows how to rhyme, Sam. Very good. Yeah, um, yeah no, I think you're right. I think JC Lynn is going to win. If she sticks with Gino, too, like if her, Gino, and Kyle can kind of stick together, and they can kind of run the table a little bit on the HOH, I don't see a lot of people beating the those three i think they're kind of a powerhouse alliance if they can stick together now whether or not they can do that i'm not sure um because everyone wants kyle out the the biggest problem is what happens when gino is an hoh because right if if uh we haven't seen jc jc in um a power position making decisions but we've already seen kyle and it hasn't been it, the sample size size isn't good it isn't a good sample size, right? Um, he, I, I, I don't know how you can trust this man in general. Trust this man, trust this man that if he gets any power, that he will do what's best um, in your interests as a, a teammate, as an alignment. Are you talking person. about Kyle? Kyle, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can trust him. Um, well, I mean, even if you're a Gino. But it's... You can trust that he won't put you up, yes, but can you trust that he won't do something that will just mess up your game? I mean, I think he he didn't really mess up Gino's game with everything he did, and it was a lot. He kind of just messed his own game up and his alliances. Gino had to do less work in the seven than he has to do now. Yes, because in this in the seven at the very least, people knew Gino was there. He had great relationships, but he wasn't like an active member of the seven. He was a high ranking. He he's what we would call uh, Dean Martin in the Rat Pack, right? You know, Frank made all the um, made all the plans and made all the deals. Sammy did the dancing. Dean drank and and stayed by the bar. He was Dean, right? Kyle yeah. was um, was Frank, and <laughs> uh, right. Marty, in some cases, was uh, Sam Davis Jr. tap dancing all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I, but now is the time for that Rat Pack to break up. Like, because Sam's asking, like, do, do will Gino nominate Kyle? Like, is that a possibility? I think it's a bad decision. I think so, too. I think, who should Gino nominate? That's a good question here. Jessica and Kevin. Because you you want to put someone on the technically the other side of the house that people do not feel strongly about, right? Mm-hmm. Too many people feel about uh, feel a certain way about Summer, about about T, about Josh, as we just saw. People like Jessica, but do they like? Are they willing to go out of their way for Jessica? Right. Same thing with Kevin. Right. When you put it on Jessica and Kevin. You kind of motivate yourself to go, I don't really want to win the veto or, or have the veto change hands because chances are it's going to be one of the people on my side and I can give up Jessica. I can give up Kevin. I don't want to give up T. I don't want to give up Summer. I don't want to give up like, you know, these people that I have a closer bond with. Okay. That's a, well, that's a good point. But like, I see what you're saying. Like, you know, do the easy HOH. Don't piss off the house. You already did that last week with Kyle. But stable. I think there's another move to be made here with Gino. I think there's, uh, you know, a chance where he should probably, I if I were him, 
I would put up Moose and, and Herman. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get away with Moose. Mm-hmm. Once again, too many people care about Herman. Yeah, maybe not Herman. Okay, but Moose and then like uh you know, maybe someone like um uh Helena. You know. Once again, I think people care too much about Helena. Like, okay, the reason why I think this week needs to be a stable week is because you're hoping that someone on your side wins next week. I think next week is more important than this week, right? Because if you have a, like, you want the dust to settle, right? So that you can can work on getting people onto your side, right? The reason why everything's all over the place and... uh, is because of just the constant movement of choices where it just seems like a roulette, right? Gino is going to have those conversations. He is a good conversationalist. He's personable. People will, will talk with him and make deals, right? Next week, whoever wins, I don't think they're putting up Gino. So that's good news for Gino. Kyle will most likely um, be given a shot if it's a certain person. So, One, you're kind of protected that way. And then two, if let's say someone on your side, JC wins, you can start making movements because one, you've taken another piece off the board. Two, you've made deals, right? And then you can proceed to start taking the side of the other side of the house because you've just now taken basically taken three people, three votes out of the equation because the one person you did this week and then the two people that you put up next week. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it because, like, I think, I think Gino's ride or die is JC Lynn. They, we saw them making out tonight, so I think they're more together than Gino is with Kyle. Which Kyle's ride or die in his mind is Gino, you know. So I think, you know, Kyle's expendable to Gino. I mentioned, yeah. So, like, if next week if he doesn't have power, he's already made the deals. Kyle's going to be the target. You know, if he loses Kyle, he's like, well, you know, you're, you all were right. Kyle was shady and, you know, he paid the price. Mm-hmm. I didn't put you all up last week. Uh, so, yeah, he could he could definitely have a good week that way. Uh, and maybe you're right. Maybe that's what he should do. <laughs> but seeing this house <laughs> and people choosing violence, it seems, is the best response. Like, we have not had a week where the veto isn't played and someone's um, not taken off the the block, right? We've had six nominees. Sorry, three nominees every week. It's crazy. I I hope there's no safety this week, please. No Bell Direct safety. None of that. Or they wasted on someone like Betty. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Betty. oh Betty. she's uh she's something else she's, she's a lot of fun but man um she's I, I, <laughs> her whole scene tonight with kevin was just like oh my god you're a little over dramatic <laughs> but, but she, she like i understood what kevin was asking but it was like kevin was asking way too much for her comprehension because she told like the way the leap she took I'm I'm surprised she didn't pull a muscle with the amount of stretching she did with what he yeah. said. It's right. like I want you to hate me because it's going to work out best for what you want me you're telling me what to do for my game? Like who are you? And you're saying that it's in my best interest to hate you? And it's like 
what? Like it, it's just madness. Right. And then it's like you said it was a bad person. It's like it's like you, you are. And it's like, well, if you're coming after me, I'm coming after you. Wait, how dare you say you're how coming after dare me? Dare you? It's like, wait, it's like you just said you just, you just you just said you hated him. And yes, it's just it's she said she didn't just say that she hated him she said that he was uh, shady and she was going to expose him to the ex- entire house of course he's going to come after you if that's the case like it's it's just it's 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 like wow you certainly did not cast her for her strategic mind <laughs> like no, oh, she, she at, was at just... least Summer se- seemingly is, mm-hmm. you know, making sense in her moves. She's a right. little bit too extra all the time right. for everything. Law extra, <laughs> right? But at, at the very least, she's on the right track of what she's supposed to do. Yeah, she's. I feel like she'll do okay up until a point, and then it won't be okay anymore. But yeah, she can at least navigate the house. I don't feel like Betty can navigate the house whatsoever. Uh, and Kevin kind of can't either. Like, he can kind of just navigate Marty, it seems like, so far. And, you know, Marty's relationship with Kevin is a strange one. Because, like, I, I feel like he, he, Marty likes to use Kevin as, like, this, like, agent of chaos that goes and gets him info. But at the same time, he can't really trust all that info or, like, the narrative of the info. Because mm-hmm. Kevin's very emotional. He, he has a lot of um, emotional takes on everything that's going on. Like Like, when his eyes lit up on the whole oh let's keep josh and vote at stephanie like he clear like he must have not liked stephanie or something uh and he was very upset with the whole kyle um gino alliance from the beginning yeah and he didn't really want to be involved with those guys um i think he he knew that he wouldn't be he wouldn't even be a third right and right. and that was he's like no i can't have that type of secure relationship going on in the house and therefore you know it has to end i have to do what i can because marty would be the third obviously and then he would be the fourth and there isn't a clear path for him so hoping to take marty with him and then you know working themselves as another group you know from side to side i think is his perspective i I just Kevin, the way that Kevin is playing, I feel like if Kevin was like straight up with even just a small group of people, like if he was straight up with Kyle and got on Kyle's side from the very beginning, he had the very uh, he could have at the very least. Is that like whiskey? Rum, rum, St. Patty's. I'm out of beer. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, sorry for just sidetracking my own conversation, my statement. No, go I, ahead, ju- I just go feel on. like he could have been Kyle's right hand ma- man, and would have been appreciated as such. It could have uh, kept Kyle on the right path, but he had to play this whimsical game of subterfuge that just seems so unnecessary, and everyone can see through it. Like this, like I'm seeing it right now. Kevin is not winning this game. No. There's no way that no. they will let this dude who I think majority of the people have referred to him as like a weasel right. get near the end. That's that is the animal he resembles in the animal kingdom. He does. Um, you know, I think he's not winning. Betty's not winning. Kyle's not winning. 
Yeah. <laughs> those those three players, I think, I'm going out on a limb and saying they ain't winning this game. I don't, I don't think it's much of a limb, but yeah. And, okay, so people will be like, Jamil, well, what's with your moose love, right? Right. Not a fan moose, of Moose, right, for all the insanity <laughs> that this man does, at the very least, is wise enough to know where the edge is and to step back. He's also he's very good at competitions. Yeah, Kyle, yeah. on the other hand, right? He he was like Wiley Coyote. He mm-hmm. chased after the Roadrunner right. over the ledge and kept running. Right, right? The, the Moose Runner, <laughs> the Moose, <laughs> and then like he looked down and then plummeted. That's Kyle's game. It is. It is. Yeah, Kyle not a good hoh uh a lot of messy mistakes and you know he kind of had the right idea at first and then completely botched it yeah completely botched it could have been a simple vote out for moose um, yes yes it could have been so you know, he he could have played it right and you know that's the whole thing about big brother is you don't make the whole house you don't make it all public and you don't like, you know, you have to do back channel conversations. You have to. Yeah. Uh, if Why you would you have Stephanie and Moose in the same room to have that conversation? Yeah. That was a mistake too. Um, uh, Sam has a question. Uh, yeah. He says, do you think Marty could rebuild trust with Kyle and Gino? Sure. <laughs> Marty, Marty is a genuine dude, right? And people know that he's genuine he just goes back and forth in terms of where his mind is at. But when you have conversations, you see those conversations with that he has, he, mm-hmm. he, he kind of puts, he's humble in this conversation, the way he talks. Right. And people appreciate, you see how Josh appreciates it. Right. You see how even Kevin appreciates it. Kevin like converses with him and he feels like I have Marty and that's Marty skill. Marty, has uh gets people to believe that they have him right um so definitely i think he can build trust um next question from sam um which one uh, i don't have one um i thought it's do you this think one? marty oh sorry that was the actual one uh, you're you're right no i don't think he would I don't think he he'll not make Kyle either. Uh, I asked her earlier, but like I think Gino, if he's smart, will do the right thing and use Kyle as a shield. And don't you don't waste that bullet on your HOH. Yep, people yeah. are still angry. Yeah. Um. What else am I missing from this episode? That oh, the, Josh in general. I think Marty and Josh could end up working together. Uh, that you could see that too because we had that conversation. Uh, and I think they were both pretty genuine toward each other. And Marty didn't have to tell him that he was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, he threw him under the bus, like literally the day before. Yeah. And selling him the truth. And that could totally come back to bite Marty. But he, they kind of. I, I don't think they, so. It didn't seem to. Like, I was surprised. I was like, oh, OK, Josh is. If he had done that with Moose, Moose, <laughs> Moose would, would have lost his mind and would have been like, Marty, he's got to go. You know, <laughs> so. I, I, I think. Once again, you can tell when people are in sync with each other. Josh and Marty are in sync with each other. And they were able to have that kind of uh, like conversation where they're on the same wavelength and they understand what exactly is stating. And 
past conversations and past transgressions don't necessarily matter, right? You 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 even see it when you see the difference between when other people talk, like when uh, uh, Tanisha was talking with um, with Summer and um, um, her, um, shoot, I was I still haven't learned everyone's names. She's so low key. Um, her um, her um, Harash? No, not Harash. Um, um, it starts with the H. Sorry, uh, Helena. Helena. Jeez. I will get it soon, folks. Uh, Helena, right? That that conversation could have been better. It's it was still pretty good, but you see the difference in terms of the way people converse, right? And Josh and Marty, that is a duo I think that can do some major damage, right? Very late in the game, if they mm -hmm. keep their wits about themselves, I, I think that is that could be the best pair in the game. They both said, like, hey, well, at least one. I think Josh said, I'd like to sit with him at the end. So, like, yeah, that could be a ride or die, like a little sneaky ride or die that ends up occurring. Uh, everyone seems to want to work with Marty. And uh, I think that's a, you know, pretty, pretty good darn draft pick by yours truly, Marty. I, I look, I, I praised you on that, that pick. I've, I haven't, I don't think I've said anything negative outside of, you know, doing a little backtracking mm -hmm. um, during his HOH. But even then, like, who's angry at him now? No, Baby. yeah, he's he he's made a lot of mistakes, but like recovers very very well, which is a good sign of a good Big Brother player or Survivor player or any of these games. Um, it's because because he's genuine. Yeah, it's because he's genuine, and it's because he's um yeah he's a, he 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 doesn't see the need to be fake you know in any way in the game or in life or in just conversation i feel like that's kind of like why we saw someone like um stephanie go out here tonight i think that's why josh kind of you know got through because like i think people view a few people in this house as like i can't really they're not trustworthy i think kyle's one of them stephanie was one of them i think betty's one of them kevin like they're all kind of like playing a persona way too much and they kind of need to they need to like you know kind of relax a bit and and kind of understand like this is a social game yes it's a tv show but at the at the core of it it's a social game and that's really how you win the game is to understand that it's a social maneuver and you can't you know be the most entertaining you can but you you can't have that as your sole focus you yeah. really need to understand that 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 the 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 interconnections that you have with people and how you come across is the most important thing um yeah so uh, also with this um house you know like there are certain players that i thought was interesting tonight that were like oh so pissed off that josh was even on the block um <laughs> and and so i i kind of thought to myself well then they don't care that stephanie's on the block at all like yeah. the only person that cared was jc lynn that was really and Gino sorta, yeah, you know, and only Gino cared because he thought the plan was gonna work, you know, and yeah. he wasn't ever, you know, he wasn't filled in. JC Lynn was friends with Stephanie, yeah, but yeah, to watch um Stephanie come out of the door and like, um, also I loved the um you know Arissa Cox like fake out on her, where it's like a nine to two vote, Josh, you were safe, Stephanie, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. And then she tried to be profound in her, like, yeah. everyone needs to understand that something's going on here. Yeah. It's like, everyone knows. Everyone voted for you to be God, okay? Except Arisa, these two people. It's Arisa, not like people yeah. didn't know. <laughs> Arissa had the best line. Oh, I can't wait till you watch this back. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what, like, you, 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 you kind of, you kind of wish that in the time that it takes for them to get out of the house to when they get on that stage, that they they get like all that information stuffed into their head, mm-hmm. and you just see their demeanor change because her demeanor would straight up change, right? Yes. She wouldn't have that 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 smile on her face when she's coming out. Um, mm-hmm. that's very true. Yeah. Like, and the fact that she didn't know it was coming, like, oh, those guys—they're good liars. They're, you know, it's like you didn't even talk to anyone except your know. friend. It seemed like, like I don't think they really had to try very hard to lie to you. Like, you know, yeah. like you made it easy for them to vote you out. And like, this is the thing with Stephanie—that you know, you didn't play well. Um, you know, who was who was leading the charge? Right? right. Like, where was the checking in? Right, she had Kyle kind of leading the charge in terms of the numbers. Like, where were you? Where where were all the scenes where Stephanie was checking in, and um, you know, checking with people to make sure that you know her votes were secure? It was like, oh, we're good. You know, I got my votes, so you know, why wouldn't they take me? Like, yeah, why wouldn't they? Um, yeah. Maybe because you didn't do anything, uh, you know. Overall, the episode was good, but I'm I'm excited to see kind of like what happens next. Like uh, I, I think you know I wanted a little bit more Kyle in this episode. I wanted to see kind of where his head was at, mm-hmm. um, but they didn't really show it. So we'll have to get, I guess we'll have to wait till the next episode for that. Um, am I missing anything from this episode? Have we, have we no, it was I, I think it was a pretty a pretty well cut video of, of episode in terms of like it seemed like it went pretty fast i'm not a big fan of that a- type of hoh mm-hmm. it seemed a little slow right um plus um i wished it was like oh um here are the items in today's hoh challenge um earlier in the thing so we can kind of play along mm-hmm. right um it wasn't until after we would see it like uh, if it was based upon something like before after in terms of like things in the house we can say oh i remember that and play along but when you're you don't know if it's higher or lower yourselves so you're just hoping that they got it right at the end it isn't a fun hoh you can't really play along per se um, mm-hmm. but other than that and it, it just it ends I, I like that too just ends yeah that was kind of cool yeah, it just ends. I thought certain players were going to do better in that HOH. I thought Herman going up first was kind of funny because he's Mr. Salesman. Mr. I'm going hard. I'm yeah. going hard in this HOH. Jeez. Yeah, first out. Nobody. He was the only one who got it wrong on the first question. It's like, dude, Betty lasted longer than <laughs> It was like, no, it was like, dude, you thought a teddy bear was worth $100? Like, like uh, that was like, and then the, the prices were all crazy, but that was like, you know, a hundred dollars. Like I was like, you know, he was way off. It was like $20 or something. So he wasn't even close. Um, neither was the question, I guess, but it was interesting that they got that so wrong, but he did. Um, yeah. So like overall enjoyed the episode, uh, but you know, we're we going to have to move on to the next week. 
I, I'm interested to see the Gino HOH. I think it'll be, uh, you know, a good, interesting week because nobody's going to get what they want. And that's, yeah. I always enjoy those weeks, Jamil, on Big Brother, where nobody gets what they want. No one gets what they want, so they have to fight to get what they need. Yeah, and that's and then the, the real true players kind of emerge out of that, which yeah. is and and those too soft, you know, they um they'll cry and complain and you know hit the block and then eventually go out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, See, nice and simple, nice bow. I think simple. I think we covered everything. Yes. Uh. Oh, uh, uh, Sam has a question here for you, Jamil. Is Gino a Jed or a tie? Or tie. <laughs> um, when people target him, that's a very good question. Um, I, I, Jedson is the one who won, right? Right. And Ty Jed, Sean? He's, a Jed. he's a dead. He's a Jed. I, I don't think he would. He would put his romance ahead of the game at all. But J.C. Lynn would. Oh, J.C. Lynn definitely would. Right. Right. Yes. That's the impression yes. I get from her. Stephanie yes. was definitely. Stephanie was so thirsty. I'm surprised it didn't show any of that. How she was like throwing who, who, herself at people. Who was she throwing herself at? G- Gino originally. <laughs> Gino originally didn't work out. Like, uh, I, I kind of mentioned it during a, an episode where she's like, so what kind of girls you like? And he's like, you know, uh, girls you like, you know, aren't, you know, who, who play it like kind of cool. It's like, yeah, I, I like to play it cool. You know, <laughs> now it, it just, it, it just seems so, so reek of desperation. Uh-huh. So that's why like Gino didn't, Gino wanted and originally th- at the beginning of this week, Gino wanted Stephanie out because he did not want her in jury. Which I guess he kind of it kind of liked that for him. So yeah. because it would be awkward when, you know, JC. Let's say he and JC is there, and then Stephanie's also there. Right? He would have to. She would have to split his her time. So. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, she, she was a. <laughs> I think we got as much Stephanie as we needed. Yep, I'm done. I, I'm. I was happy that she left. I was glad that that was the end of her because I don't think she was bringing much to the show. Like you know, I, I think um, even JC Lynn. Like I picked her. I don't think she's gonna bring much to the show. Uh, you know, she I think if comps. Gino gets eliminated early, mm. I think she'll be able to find her footing and and do well. Yeah, maybe she, need, yeah. she needs that motivation to really push herself out yeah. there. I gotta win this for Gino. <laughs> Just like Gina Marie had to win it for Nick. Nick! Nick! Nick's, you. Nick's poolside with another girl. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I in um, a couple of weeks we were like, who got eliminated this week? And yeah. we won't remember. I think you're probably right about that. Uh yeah. do you remember who the first person was eliminated? Oh god. Um was it it was a girl? Uh, that's such a good question. Oh, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was. It was Melina. Yes, but it yeah. took a while. <laughs> took a while. Took a while. And who got voted out second? Jay. Jay. Right. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, what do all three of these players have in common? 
I think Jay was the only one that really could have done something. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Melina had trouble adjusting. Yes. Right? And then at the same time, like, Stephanie couldn't she she was not integrated enough in the house, right? Ultimately, you could have a side of the house, but you learn, especially from this week, you need to make sure you have ties to the other side of the house, right? Helena has that, both sides. Herman has that. Summer has that. Tanisha has that. Kyle even has that. Kevin even has that. Josh has that. Marty has that. All these people have ties to both sides of the house. Who doesn't have ties to both sides of the house? Stephanie. Kevin. JC Lynn. Well, Kevin has ties to both sides of the house, but he's cutting all those ties with the, the Betty work that he's he's putting in. Right. Right. So you're seeing these people with minimal ties to the side of the house. You're expendable. You're going to be gone. Yes. I mean, that is a great point, uh, Jamil, because I think a lot of times people watch Big Brother and they're like, well, why was that person targeted? And I think the answer to that is the expendable, like, aspect. Like, oh, well, like, you know, like, I really don't need you later on. So I might as well get rid of you, you know? And I think that's kind of what happens a lot of the time. And and it's, it's either that or oh they're a big target we got to get them out and we had tonight one of each on the block we had the stephanie the ah, i don't really need you you know and you know so might as well get rid of your expendable and then josh who was a big threat yep so yeah i think that's what we saw tonight on that um okay i think you know, we've gone 45 minutes. I think that, you know, we've said what we needed to say here about Big Brother Canada 10 for for this week three eviction episode. But we do have some other shows to plug before we sign off for the day. So, um, you know, we do have here on Super Bowl Bros Broadcasting uh, on Wednesdays, we cover uh, Survivor. Uh, you know, so tune in for that. We are, you know, we're, we're moving on to episode three next week. Um Will Jamil lose another a member of his team in the draft? I say Stay yes. Tuned. <laughs> That's I, a look I, like it. I think it's gonna go that way. It's gonna you're gonna lose all three, then Daryl will lose all three, then Dave will lose all three, and then I will end up with the final three. Is what's gonna end up happening. Could happen. Could happen. Or the final two. I only have two players, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, also on Superman Bros podcasting, we cover all sorts of different shows uh, that are reality TV. We also do, um, you know, subscripted TV. We're doing Ozark, which is coming out at the end of April. We'll be covering that. Uh, you know, we're doing some Marvel stuff. Moon Knight. We'll be covering that. Jamil, is any? Am I missing any of the Marvel stuff? Uh, um, not, not anything until we have. Um... Moon Knight and um, Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. We'll be covering that. Uh, You know, so that's what we do over on Super Mater Bros Podcasting. If you're interested in those things, we also have a Star Trek only channel where which is called live long a podcast where we cover all sorts of different shows where it's just where my brother is right now dave mater the other super mater bro uh he is covering right now i believe it is star trek discovery it was the yes. finale this week and also doing double duty covering star trek picard so checking that out as well uh so they're covering that we're also do 
um enterprise at eight which is on mondays so tune in for that and we also cover d space nine at nine ish which is on tuesday nights yes. which i host that one yes next episode is um, um the rapture the rapture cisco yes. is going crazy he's he's yes. very prophetic about an obelisk in the middle of the station and it's a it's all about bajor yeah so you know it's good <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Trivial so, debates. Right. We have trivial debates. Uh, we have we have a very exciting trivial debates coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend, right? And it is hosted by Max Duda, and we Jamil is going to be competing against Jody Simpson, and also Worf, son of Mo. Um, I think you know what, Jamil, you're the reigning champ. I gave you that crown last last month. Uh, I think it is yours to defend, uh, but you have some tough competition. Well, like Sandra Diaz said, and the queen stays queen. Not calling myself a queen, but the statement of royalty staying royalty. Bow, peasants. Bow. Well, poverty probably should have won. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well she said she said that um to um i think it was she said that when um they eliminated um what's his name um <laughs> lord why can't i remember his name was it colby no um they uh eliminated not russell handsome you know I'm gonna talk llama to you right now oh tony, tony. yeah when when they eliminated tony from i think was it Game Changers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she said that, and the queen stays queen. And the queen, yes, she did say that again. She yeah. said that at the reunion, though, when she won, I believe. Um, that's why it was like, I, I thought you were talking about Heroes Villains, because when she won Heroes Villains, it was at the reunion show. Yeah. And that's when Russell Hans said it was, you know, like, poverty should have won. And that's what she was like, <laughs> the queen stays queen, you know, and everyone, you know, so because yeah. he, he got that jab in. Um yeah, so uh, that's Trivial Debates. We also have some friends who do some podcasts. We have, you know, um, my nephew, uh, Eamon Mater, under the alias Sam Jerka. He has a podcast called Let's Talk About Fighting Games with his two friends, Sonic Super, Super Sonic it, Smash Bros. Seth. Isn't it Super Smash Brothers Seth? No, it's Super Sonic Smash Brother Seth. Something okay, like and Persona? paranoia paranoia <laughs> paranoia they you know apparently they have also i haven't listened to it but i i know it's good um so check that out yeah um, the the name of the podcast is let's talk about fighting games let's talk about fighting games uh we plug that show more than any other over here and uh, <laughs> hopefully they gain some traffic because of it. but we also um have some friends uh locutors of trek which is david skullhorn's podcast he 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 covers all sorts of uh um star trek related topics with his friend uh dave uh they they, they go into the philosophy of star trek talk about all sorts of different ideas of star trek uh, a lot of deep space nine uh like does you know i don't know every single one of the topics that they cover but i do know that it is very in-depth and very philosophical and interesting they also yeah. do i was a part of i think you were too jamil uh, not yet i have not i've yet to compete you've yet to compete on debate nine debate nine i haven't soon. i'm a champion of debate nine i'll have Ooh. you know and 
with debate nine, you know, you got to be fast. You got like 30 seconds. It's not, it's not like trivial debates. It's actually like less than 30 seconds. It's, it's fast. You gotta, you gotta get those points out quick. Uh, so, you know, get a, get ready for some rapid fire. Uh, so yeah, we have that. He also does, uh, what's it called? It's called X rated. You were also on that show, Jamil. I was on X rated, um, where we did, um, 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 uh, it was part two of the the premiere of the second season, and next week episode, um, which is on Tuesdays at seven o'clock, um, is going to be Pride of the X Men. They're going back. They're taking the pause from the X Men the animated series to do the original X Men animated pilot, Pride of the X Men. So you'll get um, you know. Uh, uh, one of the best Jewish superheroes, introduction of one of the best Jewish superheroes, Kitty Pride, and you'll get um, Australian Wolverine before who Jackman was uh, right. was um, Wolverine. That's pretty great. Um, we also have friend of the show Steve Shives. You know, check out his channel over on YouTube. He he's been on this program. Uh, well, not this program, but Tuesdays ninety nine ish, and also Star Trek Radio Theater. Uh, so you know, if you know, go go check out his YouTube sh- uh, channel. He has all sorts of great stuff over there. Um, and uh, am I missing anybody? Um, Michael Chan's um, Michael Chan. horror podcast. Right, Discovery's own Star Trek Discovery's own. He was in. He was just in tonight's episode. Um, you know, so you have to check that out. He he makes an appearance. He's uh one of our mainstays on Star Trek Radio Theater, and he's also got his own podcast. He's also got another podcast called Talking with Their Mouthful. Mouthful, yes. right? There. Yeah, Talking um, with Your Mouthful. I've been on that podcast. You could look up that episode. It was a great one. Um, he has a horror podcast as well. And that's called, I don't remember it. I feel so bad that I can't remember it. We have a lot of plugs, folks. It's a lot of plugs. It's a lot to remember. <laughs> a lot of plugs. Uh, but we, we will, you know what? Watch one of our other channels, uh, little shows, and you'll, you'll get to the end. Uh, and we mentioned it there. <laughs> flip, flip over to Live Long and Podcast right after we finish this one. Because mm-hmm. they'll probably still be going on. And, you know, say that, uh, say that we sent you one. And two... Yes um listen to the plugs there because they'll definitely provide all of it yeah dave has it all written out not yeah. us not so much we 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 run by you know a little seat of our pants over here but we love it at the same time because yeah. we're we're covering big brother you know yep. it's you know moose moose <laughs> uh okay so i think that's it uh here for big brother canada 10 uh week three we will check in probably next week for the next eviction we might do one in between it depends if it gets good yeah. um you know we kind of time permitting it's, it's it's kind of tough too it's tough and it's it's a you know three episodes a week you know we got lives i have a, I have a little baby uh you know there's things to do uh you know but at the same time i love covering the show it is interesting i love talking about it but for this st patty's day i have been your host jeff mater jameel robinson we say expect the expected um no 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 music to play us out. No, none of this. No moose. You want, want to do moose? I want to do moose. Oh, thank you.